Hey, you made it. Thanks for giving this podcast a try. This is your host, Jake Sherbing, and this is Don't Evolve Me, Episode 1, The Pilot Episode. And today, we have guest Justin Moser, and I'm very excited for him to be here today. And I'll tell you guys why in just a little bit. In this episode, we'll talk about what Don't Evolve Me even means, what this podcast is even about, what Moser and I have been nerding out to lately, such as House of Dragons, Game of Thrones, The Last of Us, anime that surprised me uh pokemon go and then at the end fantasy football all right cue the music hello there welcome to don't involve me the place like Ash Ketchum's Pikachu, we don't evolve. We just level up. Welcome. I have a guest host, Justin Moser. Hello. I am very, very excited for you to be here because he knows, you guys don't know, he's the first person I ever pitched Don't Evolve Me To. This is very true. Um, this is a lot different, isn't it? Yeah, especially since it's uh, not, not in a car driving around outside <laughs> where uh, right now it'd be freezing as hell. I mean, that's more hot. It was so it was two years ago since I pitched Don't Evolve Me to Justin Moser, aka Moser. Really confusing when his brother is around, who was also part of the pre plans for Don't Evolve Me. So, you want to tell him what it was originally supposed to be? So, originally, it was supposed to be us driving around in a car with cameras and mics, playing Pokemon Go, and just discussing anything that comes to mind while we're sitting catching pokemon yeah and stopping for gems and pretty much just that i think feasible like i think like the conceptually it was a, a good idea and i still like to do it but it was such a logistical nightmare to come up to come up with at the time because my idea was that we're going to go around town get, if we get enough popularity hopefully um make it if it if it got to the point where it was like our day job it'd be really cool because it'd be like a traveling show where we went town to town um just kind of like highlighting the town talking about the town talking about random bullshit that's happening shows and stuff while playing pokemon because casual gaming is in people like watching other people play casual games while catching or right. like while talking about random bullshit not catching but like <laughs> that's in right now so that was kind of the idea but Logistically, it was just a nightmare because it was like where to put the camera. You need a computer in the, um, you need a computer in like the car to do so. You right. need a way to do it mobily. We needed the right phone so we could play Pokemon Go while also um, streaming it, and then be able to way to take those streams with the audio matched together while having one person drive, one person talk, and then one person possibly film with another camera. It was just logistically just a freaking nightmare. Right. And I still want to do it at one point, but maybe not like an actual show. Um, but this this is different. So, Don't Evolve Me, where I got the idea from it originally was I was at my job. My job at the time was watching other people do their job and making sure that they're doing their job correctly. And I was coaching. Uh, I was in the mental health field, so it's not... Like it was, there was a need for it because making sure that people are competent in that job is vital. If they weren't competent, they were, you know, potentially messing up kids' lives. But 
when you teach people, you get to a point where they do their job really, really well, it gets boring. So I had a lot of free time in my hands. It was during COVID. I was watching um, I was watching people on videos. So I got really bored and I started doing this random drawing. And it was just like me as like an adult Pokemon Go trainer as Ash Ketchum in this horrible Pikachu. I will post this drawing. I still have it. I have a video of it. I'll post it. So I had this idea and then it just popped where I was like, oh, it'd be really cool just to stream Pokemon Go. Because I was really just bored of my day job and I wanted to escape and that was my escape. And now it turned into this. And how it turned into this was I always wanted to stream. I always wanted to either stream, do a podcast or do something where I'm just talking about the things I enjoy. And that's kind of like that idea came from. This summer, I did a podcast on um, Symposium Podcast with my friend Rose Gold, uh, Romero. And I did it and it just sparked that idea of like, oh, I'll just let's just do a podcast. Because I just went there, simply talked, and it, was, it just was easy. We did a bunch of tests. Uh, you did a couple, I did a couple tests with you. And it just came easily. Like the talking portion, it just, it came easily to me. And so I got the inspiration to finally start the podcast, and here we are. Don't involve me. So, um, where did the name come from? What does "don't evolve me" mean, Moser? Do you know? Pretty much, exactly as it said. We don't evolve. We haven't changed. We just get older. Yeah. It's not that we don't like the same stuff that we've always liked yeah so like my my idea of it was so when i was drawing this i was i so growing up there was always this idea of what is an adult right to be an adult is to be this responsible person that just takes care of things and doesn't do fun things that's how i viewed my parents even though that's not true my dad had his own version of fun but like from my my perspective growing up it was just Oh man, adults just did boring things and society just wants us to do boring things as we get older. And so when I was a teenager going into a young adult in college, uh, the message just from a lot of different people is grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. As someone with ADHD who was younger in this class, like I came off as very immature. And so when I became like in my twenties, I was always told like, I'm a man child, I'm a, you know, like I'm not even like an adult, I'm a man child. And so the idea was just always like evolve to this adult, evolve to this adult. And I always hated that freaking idea. Cause I'm like, I just want to be me. I want to enjoy what I, I enjoy. And I don't really want to give that up. So it's not that we don't evolve. It's just, we don't want to evolve when other people tell us to don't evolve me. So that's the meaning behind don't evolve me. They don't evolve me. We will evolve when we want to, like Ash's Pikachu, right? Ash wanted to get stronger. He wanted to be a Raichu. He wanted it to evolve. Pikachu didn't want that. But was Pikachu weak? Did Pikachu not, was not effective? No. What did Pikachu do? Pikachu leveled up. Kind of. It still got beat by level 5 Snivy, even though it should have been like level 62. We won't get into that <laughs> detail of it. But like we're we're leveling up, we'll evolve when we want to. This show we're going to be continuing progressing, doing what we need to do to make this the most entertaining podcast it can be, give you the right content, and so like this show will be evolving. But us, we're we're not evolving unless we want to, right? So, 
Yeah, that is the meaning behind the name. So what is this podcast going to be about? That's that's the, the big question. What are we going to be talking about? So some of the things that we're going to be talking about is basically what I like to nerd out on, what my guests like to nerd out on. So what do I like to nerd out on? You can't see it. Or you don't have a camera up. But Mozart, describe my room right now. It's full of Marvel and DC with football. Oh, yeah, there is some football minifigures in here. Uh-huh. That was once yours. Yeah, Thank you for yeah, returning them. <laughs> but, yeah, so my room right now, uh, eventually I will get a camera. You guys will see it. Uh, my background is not complete. It's a very expensive background to do, but I have approximately about, I don't even know if I, I don't even want to do the math right now, about 50 to 100 comments on my wall. I need about another 60 comics to finish it. So I have comics in the background. I have a bunch of pop Funkos in the shelf. And then comics where the camera won't be with pop funk figures. So we'll be talking about anything nerdy. So that means Marvel. That means Star Wars, DC, comics, um, new interesting shows. Um, shows I'm thinking about is like Game of Thrones, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. Obviously not those shows now but new shows that come up that are similar to uh, Rick and Morty that uh, season six or I think six right you're not watching that show no I'm not uh, yeah that ended uh, we'll be discussing that um, the next episode so my second episode um, is going to be that's the one I'm very very excited about it's going to be called uh, State of Review we're going to be going over Marvel so we're going to be reviewing reviewing all the Marvel movies using the ranking system. And I'm very, very, very excited for that. And there's a bunch of other uh, franchises franchises that I want to go through that are DC, um, Star Wars, um, X-Men. Basically, every franchise that has ever been, at some point, I want to go in and just review it, talk about the past, each movie, how each movie kind of culturally made its impact, and what's going to happen in the future what other possible movies are going to be there um so some other rules so there's other things that we're going to be discussing too because i don't like being limited i don't want to be just limited to nerdy stuff but that's going to be mostly what this podcast is about but with that i also want to talk sports um because i'm also into sports i like uh football basketball to me it's just very interesting but it's going to be towards the later later sections or it's going to be its own episode so for those who are only into nerdy things and find this podcast and want to listen you can turn off at that point or you can keep listening to it's up to you i also want to be discussing life um what it's like to be a father now because that's a new thing in my life i my baby girl just turned four months today applause I'm, I'm i'm a very proud dad so uh, we'll be discussing that. I have a bunch of like medical stuff, and uh, I at one point we'll want to discuss uh, between Crohn's, vertigo, um, ADHD, which like just realizes a huge impact. You had you were yeah. there during my ADHD episode. I had no fucking idea what was going on. You had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> you thought I was drunk off one beer, and I was just no, I was having an ADHD episode, but I didn't realize I had ADHD at the time. Um, so yeah. Um, politics is also I'm really 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 liberal but I don't like uh, what happens with politics is usually what happens is once you start talking politics at a frequent rate 
our nation's so divided between left and right. As soon as you mention politics, it just splits your audience in half. And I don't want to do that on this show. I will be at one point having another podcast with um, my friend Michael Schumer. Uh, we will be, hopefully we'll be doing this. Uh, we'll be doing a politics po- uh, talking opinion podcast while discussing other things too that's similar to Don't Evolve Me. But that's going to be the show where I talk more of my political opinion. But if I do talk politics, it's going to be in relation to um, comics, maybe sports, but mostly it's going to be nerdy stuff. So for example, if a certain character that was formerly white that is casted as a black character, you know, that's usually a, it's a lot of rise out of people like we will be discussing that type of stuff and i will be giving my honest opinion on that but as far as like um what donald trump is doing or what kanye west is doing that's like we might touch on it but it's not going to be a main focus of the show and if it is it's going to be its own episode so that that's that's don't evolve me that's what we'll be talking about so let's get into it moser what are you what are you nerding out on these days anime an- oh god okay anime <laughs> i was not prepared to talk about anime today sorry that's literally what no, no, i've been no. into but no no, like, no. tell I me tell me about it my whole christmas watching nothing but anime oh i mean good for you <laughs> i've got into a little bit of it um i'm blanking on the name full metal alchemist that's the last anime i really got into that show's pretty good. I was going to say which one. There's like three uh, different ones. Um, <laughs> the latest one. Brotherhood, I think. Okay. Yeah. The one that's based off uh, the actual manga. Not the one that's kind of going to win its own path. Which I hear right. is really, really good, but doesn't like follow the manga. So a lot of people were eh about it. Oh, yeah. But no. Definitely. So what, what, what anime are you into? Sell the audience. Which <laughs> which shows they should get? Which shows should I watch if I were to get an anime? I'm so behind on shows, though. I was gonna say, dude, whatever you want. There's so many out there that like you can spend half your life watching all of the animes that are out there. Yeah, that it's just what you want. It's the same as movies. There's gonna be action. There's gonna be romance. There's... Okay. Well, what are you nerding on? What what shows are you nerding on? Uh, well. I just finished Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. Which basically is where ghouls are living in a human society. Where okay. ghouls basically have that can heal themselves so they can't really die unless by another ghoul. So the humans adapt to it by when they kill a ghoul, they mm-hmm. take the ghoul's power and turn it into a weapon. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Anytime someone describes anime, I'm like, God, that's such a fucking interesting concept. And I, like, want to watch it. But there's so much anime out. (laughs) That's why it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Because there is. There's so many. And, like, Mm -hmm. so many are almost the exact same. Like, I told my friend that I was watching one where it was, like, basically an RPG anime. And the first thing they say is, there's so many. What's it called? And I still cannot remember the name <laughs> of this show. That's fair. <laughs> because uh, I just clicked on it one day and got hooked. It was hilarious. All right. uh, are you just on that show or are you on other shows too? Oh, I just started, uh, what is it? Uh, 
It's I think it's literally called uh Gato like level or just by killing slime got maxed out level where it's another like RPG one okay. where <laughs> Interesting. this wizard lady died went here spent 300 years mm-hmm. just killing slime where she killed only 25 slime a day just mm. for the rubies that she got from it and spent her whole time by herself and got maxed out level and now all these people are hearing this and she's a maxed out character so everyone wants to fight her and she yeah. just wants to be left alone <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like all she wants is to be left alone so what am i oh, for those who are anime fans i i apologize i am very very behind um if i do get into an anime episode i will be to, i will discuss it because i i will not be able to not talk about it but that reminds me of like one punch man because that's one of the few animes i am caught up on Whereas, like, um, have you watched One Punch Man? I have not. Oh, I should. Uh, God, what's the main character's name? I forget. It's like Tom. It, start, it starts with that. I forget the actual, like, pron- pronunciation of it. But basically, the main character, he is so overpowered. And he's so, like, he actually wants to fight. But he's so bored of everybody. So, right. he, he does, like, so, like, when there's this huge threat... That's threatening everybody. He's just like, I just want to play video games. I don't care. Like, I don't want to. And then he, when he finally does, he's just so like. <sighs> and then he just takes care of business. And he, it doesn't matter like how powerful the person is. He it, just he, one punch dead. And that's <laughs> it, it, it. It's more of a comedy. It's more of like making fun of like the superhero genre. At first, it kind of just like you're like. What? The first like three, four episodes, you're like, "What the fuck is this show?" It's hilarious, but you're like, "What the fuck is it?" And then it started getting the story, and once it gets into the story, I'm like, "Okay, I'm into it," because like this, the main character, he kind of just does his own thing, whereas like the the lore of like the world and everybody else, the other characters, because like they can easily die, so you care about those characters. You're like, "All right, when is um Saitama or whatever his name is, when is One Punch Man gonna show up?" And then he shows up, and and there's also like this whole like hero ranking system, and he's like this low level ranking, and he there's this I forget the robot's name, the cyborg's name. There's a cyborg psychic, and he's like an A class hero, like he's at the top ranking, and he is apprenticed to uh, One Punch Man, who's like level three, level four, and like no one cares about him, but no one knows that he can just like dead. <laughs> so. But yeah, um, what I'm nerding out on, obviously Pokemon Go. We'll get into that. Um, that's my one of my big nerd out. That's for me, it's just calming at this point. Like um, after I get done with work um, and before I go home to, depending either one infant or uh, one infant and a toddler, depending on the week. Like it's just a. <laughs> I work with kids, so like I go from kids to kids, and sometimes some days I'll just spend like 30 minutes to an hour depending how much um my girlfriend is um tired i was like that's my time to like just zone out play pokemon so that's one of the things i'm nerdy on on but otherwise i'm going back i'm getting back into game of thrones nice so me and uh my girlfriend sapphire we're watching we're back in the watching game of thrones we watched house of dragon have you watched i have not i want to watch it but have you watched have you watched all game of thrones 
I have I have oh, not okay. finished the final season. That's the only season I have not. Okay, I okay. have it, and I for some reason just can't get me to watch it just because <sighs> of how people reacted to it. You just might be, you might be better off. That might have been the better decision. Because I loved Game of Thrones, that I sat and watched all of it. Yeah. Within like a month. Well, because I didn't start watching it until mm-hmm. like season five so six was coming out okay and by the time i actually got caught up all of season six was out nice yeah never watched season seven because i just oh you haven't watched season seven or season eight there's two seasons then yeah i have seen season seven oh okay so you're yeah i haven't seen season eight that it just it it didn't appeal to me to sit and watch every episode every single weekend. I don't yeah. do that for very many shows mm-hmm. because I'd rather sit and spurge watch an entire yeah. season. I feel like that's very ADHD of you. <laughs> just <laughs> like I don't want to wait. I have it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that, that it is. It's like I. There are is, very little shows now. That it's excruciating I will... sometimes to just sit and like wait and watch each week because I'm not on a cliffhanger. You're like. <sighs> Or like, and it's like, what's gonna happen next? At least when you watch the entire season, you can watch and when it ends on a yeah. cliffhanger, you can watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. But once the season's done, it's the worst feeling in the world because now I have to research: is the next season actually coming out, or did this yeah. die right. on this? Let's cliff- let's say that I want to get to that topic. So I want to discuss. That's a that's a really good topic. What's better, um, releasing everything like Netflix style or week to week? And I want to touch up on that, but let's let's finish the thought of Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, and then let's get into that because I want to discuss that. I'm very interested in that topic because I I go back and forth between which one I like because I like the streaming and I like I like when they just release everything because it's really nice to just binge watch all of it. But I also like the hype of each week and that build up. But anyway, let's let's get back to uh, what we were talking about before that Game of Thrones, and we'll, we'll finish that and we'll get into that topic. Okay. So. When House of Dragons, I think you should watch. It's, um, I mean, you might want to wait until season two is finished to binge watch all of it. But season one is all out. I wait until um, the last episode to watch all of it. Uh, one of the reasons why we did this is we heard uh, the first, actually the whole season really. But we were told the first um, episode in particular had a lot of pregnancy scenes. And they came out one sapphire was still pregnant right with my daughter so she didn't want to watch any of it because she was pretty anxious about the pregnancy didn't want any of like she didn't want to see any of that so i promised to wait a little bit after uh maven was born to watch house of dragons and once we watched it which is really really good this this show does something different than game of thrones where game of thrones is kind of like that slow burn um through until about season seven it was like a slow burn everything built up where house of dragons kind of what it does is it takes you from one point of time and it basically through like a 30 40 year period shows you what happened with the targaryens and it's very fucking intriguing because it's basically it's like game of thrones because everyone's vying for power there's a civil war that's happening they're not I guess, spoiler alert, it ends with a civil war on the rise. But 
what is happening is there's like two factions within the Targaryens vying for power. And it's just a very, very interesting process. If you enjoy the politics of Game of Thrones, like the first two seasons of Game of Thrones, like the politics of back and forth, like who gets power, right? you'll really, really enjoy House of Dragons. And I love the political, like, I love the politics in shows like this. And right. It made me want to like, make my own political Game of Thrones, like, style game, or not game, but a story. For those of you who don't know, I used to write uh, comics. Not, I never had anything published, but I would write like my own comics. And there was one series I got up to issue eight, worked on issue nine. So yeah, if you like House, uh, if you like Game of Thrones, House of Dragon is, it's pretty good. It's up there with Game of Thrones. So that got me into binging Game of Thrones, which, like, season, you're right not watching season eight because it le- it leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. Not because of production. Production is amazing. There are some, like, shots in that. Like, the best shots are Season 7, Season 8. Like, the best, like, cinematography. Like, it looks fucking beautiful. The problem is the writing with Game of Thrones in Season 8. The writing, when I said the slow burn from Season 1 to Season 6, it, like, they sped it up. And what ended up happening was... um, I can't think of the creators right now. I'm going to actually look it up. So, I have... I know one of them name is Dave. Well, wasn't the final season being written and done at the same time as the book? Oh, the book's not even done yet. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. ever going to be done. I don't think anyone thinks it's ever going to be done. Um, no, so yeah, after season five, I believe, um, they were caught up with the books and kind of went on their own, um, their own storytelling. What ended up happening was, though, is the uh, show creators, David Benoff and D.B. Weiss, what they wanted to do is they had a, they signed a deal with Disney for a Star Wars, I think, trilogy. And they kind of wanted the they wanted to be done with Game of Thrones. And so they I think they pitched to HBO the ending of the show. But really where the story was at is there was like three or four more seasons of Game of Thrones left, of storytelling left, from like George R.R. R. R. Martin's like perspective. Right. Like the, because they're mostly following his story. They're, they deviated a little bit, but mostly was following his story. And then, so, with the help of George R. George R. R. Martin, they learned kind of, like, where the books were heading. And they kind of followed that path. And I believe they changed it up a little bit. But with, like, what the main story of, like, um, why can't I think of Daenerys? Sorry, I, I blink a lot of I blink I will blink a lot of names, so I apologize for that. So yeah, so like she, like her story just didn't make sense for what they were trying to do because it was so quick. Because season seven was seven episodes, right? Season six was six episodes. They're usually ten episodes, but really they should have made it like up to season ten at least. Oh, definitely. So, oh, you haven't even watched it yet. So how do you know? I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Um, but yeah, like that's so yeah. Whatever ending you're you can imagine is probably better than this ending. It's not as bad as Dexter. If you ever watched Dexter, I have. That finale was fucking awful. 
Definitely. Uh, and but, I, but I mean, at least they brought it back. To... They did. They did. It's better. Right. I don't. I don't think like the new show. Or now we're on the Dexter. I don't, <laughs> I don't think the new show really um, made the that the original show finale. Like I don't think it really did it justice. Right. But. But I mean, like it. I have a better taste in my mouth of Dexter now. Game of Thrones, but yeah, back to the point of Game of Thrones. Rewatching it, that show's fucking amazing. Like I watched, I'm up to season four. Fucking amazing show. I just like forget how good it is. All the storylines, like season one, doesn't even make sense the first time you watch it. But the second, third time when you watch, like everyone talk on the politics of like the world, and you're trying, you're just starting to learn the world. But once you know the world and everything they're discussing, it's just it's so fascinating like how it works and like the politics of all of it it like it gets me going it gets me like very very invested of like all the little conflicts it is and then how it leads up to all these big conflicts and it just does like the battles that go on it just does it justice so i think that show is amazing i just learned my girlfriend also hasn't watched the ending uh, season eight too <laughs> and she, i think she stopped watching because she heard everybody just not like it and she's like i finally want to finish it to see what people mean and i'm like i'm i apologize in advance because story-wise it just is such a letdown not because i don't even think the story is bad i just think they just don't let it breathe enough for it to be good well it's, yeah the it, whole time they've been hyping everything up yeah. slowly like they they grab you with every story and it doesn't actually stop that story until it's actually finished which is normally quite a long time that it has enough build up where you gain the hate, gain the love of the yeah. characters and then all of a sudden they take it away when you don't expect it so obviously this final season they didn't build that hype up they literally well, just took everything away well no 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 they built it up the hype was there Daenerys Targaryen she's finally making it to Westeros and then it's just like all right Let's rush all through it. The end. And you're like, what just fucking happened? Like, I don't, like, I'm not going to go into details of it because you don't know it. Um, Which, I I don't want to spoil it for you, like, what does happen. But, yeah, like, you know, the Night King, he comes, he does his thing. They wrap up that storyline. The fight between Daenerys and um, Cersei and King's Landing, like, they wrap up that storyline and they it's just it's it's all quick there's a couple twists in there that just doesn't make sense there wasn't enough time to breathe it open and like how they resolve everything it just it doesn't work because it doesn't have time to breathe i think it's a great i look at like the outline of it and i'm like it's actually really great if they would have gave it two three seasons to build if it was a slow burn and they ended it with that slow burn it would have been great. And I think you all understand it once you finally watch it. Um, and it I want to talk about Watch it. Come back. We'll discuss Game of Thrones. Maybe we'll have a Game of Thrones state of review. Works for me. All right. Finish Game of Thrones. We'll, we'll do it. All right. Uh, let's move on because I want to get to um, the topic of streaming or weekly. Because I'm, I'm fascinated. You brought it up and I'm fascinated by it. I don't know which one I prefer. Because I honestly like the weekly version of it for shows that have hype. So right, I'm thinking like Game of Thrones. I enjoy the hype of each episode when we're all into it. Um, I remember 
when I was like when Arrow was a big deal. Um, season one, season two of Arrow. Right. Um, like each week, it was like, oh, you know, Breaking Bad with each cliffhanger. Like everybody was talking. It seemed like everybody was talking about Breaking Bad. And once it ended, like, oh, what'd you think of that episode? It was like a talk that we had at work with um, me and you for. I don't think Breaking Bad we had those discussions, but no. like. It was one of the shows that, like, everybody was watching. And, like, when you have the whole culture involved with a certain TV show, and it's just a topic week to week to week, I fucking love that. Well, yeah, you get everyone's point of view. And yeah. it's not... And it's the same topic. And there's mm-hmm. stuff that you miss that someone else catches. Yeah. And then you have to be like, I gotta go back and rewatch this to yeah. see if this actually happened. And, like, when, like, they finally give you, like, that big explosive episode that you were waiting for. Like, Walking Dead was one of those shows, too. Oh, definitely. Even though I hate that show. That you, just because it became a gimmick. I love the comic. You could see that I have a few Walking Dead comics. I mean, right. I love the comic. That show was very hit and miss, and it missed a lot with a lot of right. fillers. But when that fucking hit, everybody was talking about that show when it hit. Right, because I... Watched all the way up to season four and then watching season five, I was like, this show is almost just dragging on at this point. It does. And because it's almost somewhat of same storylines they went with, with a little different characters. But I mean, it was still good. But I was like, where are they taking this show right now? They were trying to follow the comics while doing their own thing, and it just it. Mm, I would love to have like a state review or talk more in depth about Walking Dead because I really do love the comic, The Walking Dead, but the show was such it became such a disappointment for me, and I have a hard time just getting back into it. Well, I mean, with the comics, didn't they kill off characters early and keep some that weren't in the comics? Very long? Uh, yeah. So, like, what they did was they... Robert Kirkman, the writer, um, he had his one main character, Rick Grimes, right? And right. And his son. Those are, like, the two main characters that followed. And then what ended up happening was all these characters, like, he would build and make fascinating characters revolve around those two main characters. And in time, those characters would get killed off. But it didn't feel like the comic itself was lapsing or like it was there was a void because when other characters get killed off or big things happen where a lot of characters get killed off other characters come in they're also just as fascinating and so when you're a good writer and you know how to make good characters like you can have a show or you can have a comic or a story where you're killing off characters consistently but still have a story to tell. Whereas the show, they didn't kill off a lot of people and they ended up just making this huge cast and they didn't want to get rid of actors. And it just, you end up like keeping all these actors that are all these characters that like didn't have anything to do anymore. And it just, it became bloated, messy, and mostly filler. Right. But my big, my big uh, grievance of Walking Dead is I think you just have too many episodes per season. Definitely. So, but uh, let's get back into the actual topic that we wanted to get into: streaming or uh, releasing everything or weekly. I do like it, like Stranger Things, when they release like all of their 
Oh, definitely. And you're like, yes. oh, I can binge it over the weekend. But the reason why I don't like it that much is that culturally, after that weekend, no one cares anymore. Right. It's it's with that. It's all a burst of hype, and yeah. then everyone knows. Where when it's just one episode at a time, it the hype is still mm-hmm. there because there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Because the next week is the next episode. So when each episode has its own cliffhanger, mm-hmm. everyone talks about the individual cliffhangers of every episode. Yeah, sometimes episodes are hit or miss where all of a sudden there's really no cliffhanger. It yep. just kind of ends in a sweet story mm-hmm. that you kind of just are like... I mean, it's not exciting, but it, they had to tell that story. Cliffhangers in like in shows that just like, hey, we're gonna release all of it at once. Like cliffhangers don't do shit because it's like, oh, oh no, is this character in trouble? Okay, let's uh, let's click the skip intro button and watch it again. And like, oh, okay, that's what happened to the character. Whereas like the, you know, the weekly shows, you're like, oh shit, is this um, is is he dead? Um, is um, is this big thing gonna happen or are they are they teasing us and you gotta worry about it for a week or you gotta worry about it for months depending on like what the break right. was whereas like the streaming or like the streaming shows you just you just watch it again and you're like oh okay he's fine like cliffhangers don't work like I think of Breaking Bad if that was just released like that show wouldn't have been as good right so I don't know I'm there is some shows though that I don't think they're there are some shows I think they're better for streaming that like right um, I think right now uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch uh, they are releasing season two weekly on Disney Plus Disney Plus usually does weekly instead of all at once right that's a show where I'm like just release all of it right like that's a show that I just want to binge all of it and get to the end because like all of it's interesting whereas like week to week I, it doesn't have enough hype for me to watch it on week to week basis Right, like, like Netflix did with, I don't know if you watched it, but Spriggan? Mm-mm, never heard of it. It's where uh, basically a lot of the almost legendary items of mythical stories mm-hmm. basically are like world enders. And they're hidden in locations. And the Spriggan actually goes and finds them so that people can't use it or he's like a super soldier but he's actually just a teenager (laughs) yeah and that's one that i'm guessing better for oh it's definitely better for streaming just because each episode yeah there's cliffhangers but every single episode was a different story oh yeah then that makes a lot more sense because for them to somewhat build hype for it you'd probably want to watch it more in streaming one right after another mm-hmm. just because each episode's different same characters and they, yeah they add other stuff but what their goal is is different every time there's like not really a big story behind it where they need build up for it yeah that makes sense yeah i know like uh again bringing in star wars they did uh the i think miniseries or what do you call it? Uh, Star Wars Visions. It was like an animated one yeah. where they did like the um, anime version of Star Wars. And it, each episode was its own story and they just released it all at once. And I'm like, that makes sense to me. Because like, I don't think you can have enough to like build up to this weekly thing. 
Um, one show, though, that's coming out in two Sundays from now. Or no. Yeah, two Sundays from now because we're recording this on a Saturday. But uh, eight days from now, The Last of Us going to be released weekly. And I think that show's going to get some fucking hype. I'm excited oh, definitely. for it. Because that's the video game one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one I'm ready to nerd out on. I was trying to play the, and finish the game beforehand. It's really hard to do it with a toddler because that game is very graphic. <laughs> um, and I'll, I've been more into um, calming games, more like I come home and I just want to chill rather than like right. be in this intense environment, which Last of Us is very, very intense at moments. But I, I enjoy that game. I love that story. Uh, I actually really enjoy the gameplay as well. I know a lot of people complain about the gameplay, but I enjoy it because it's a lot... St- it, you choose between being stealthy and you know just shooting your way through things, and I like games that give you that option because I always try to be stealthy, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm caught. All right, fuck it. Uh, let's you know try to uh, bully our way through this totally understand that because that's why I don't like splinter cells okay because uh, that that's how I play <laughs> you bully your way through things uh, no I try to stealth but as soon as I'm caught yeah. it's like fuck it we're just gonna blow <laughs> everyone away I don't care I'm going through this uh, splinter cell does not let you do that because yeah. as soon as you shoot someone it resets the mission because you're supposed to stealth oh, through yeah. stuff. I enjoy those games. It's only like Metal Gear Solid because like you could literally go through that entire game and not kill anybody. <laughs> or like all those games. I don't know about the newer ones, but like uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, there's a way to like not kill anyone throughout the entire game and make it just through. And I'm like, I like the fact that there's that option where you can be a pacifist and just, you know sneak your way through the entire game and not actually have to kill anybody or you could just you know be an asshole and kill everybody in your path i like games like that and that's kind of how last of us is um but here's the thing that's really, really interesting when i played this game for the third or fourth time uh, all the way through i realized in this playthrough that uh have you played last of us i have not yet okay um I realized that like, the main character is not a good guy, at least not initially, because he eventually is like a good person. We root for him, right? And I know in the second game, there's this huge thing, controversial thing that happens. Again, I'm not gonna like spoil it if you don't know what happens, but something happens to the main character, and everybody freaks out. Like, oh no, not this, you know, not Joel. Don't you know? This thing happened to Joel. But in, like, the first game, I'm playing through the first, like, three, four hours of the story. I'm like, dude, Joel's a fucking asshole. This guy, like, massacres people. Like, he's the person who, like, in character, he just bully his way through. And, like, when I bully my way through, when I get caught sneaky, like, all the other characters are like, oh, here he goes again. I'm like, dude, this guy's, like, brutal. And he, it makes, like, and everything just makes sense, like, why he's brutal. Like, the, the, the details, the beginning um, mission not beginning mission, but the first like chapter right. um, shows you like when the pandemic or the yeah the pandemic happens and the infection happens and it shows you like why he became who he became and then it like brings him into this place of a bad person. He meets Ellie, the other main character, and through time he becomes like the softer, more. Um, 
more gentle character, at least towards her. But then he's a he's a brute to everybody else. <laughs> but like we care about him. He's like, all right, you know, like he becomes this fatherly figure, and you're like, you start to care about him. And it's just such great, fascinating like storytelling, and it's one of those games. Like I just, I want to see it. Like I wanted it to be a TV show, right. and they finally made it a TV show, and I'm just, I'm excited for it because I'm like, hopefully, finally, we get a video game that translates into a TV show or a movie that's finally good. And this is the game to do it. This is the game to finally make it because it's so cinematic already. And right, it. it they are following the game. The guy who wrote the game, um, I know his first name is Neil Drunkman. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up because I think I'm pronouncing that. I think I'm way off on that. Yeah, Neil Drunkman. Uh, okay, I was right. Just, <laughs> should just follow my intuition. Um, but yeah, so he's also writing it. So I, I think. I have faith in this TV show. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have. What's your thoughts on it? I would probably enjoy this one and yeah. sit and watch it every single week. There's, Like I said, there's not many shows that do it. Like, mm-hmm. I will sit and watch My Hero Academia yeah. every single week because it's that good. I mean, I Spurge watched the first, I think, three season. I didn't mm-hmm. actually start watching it until season four, but... I, that is one religiously I will watch every single Sunday. Nice, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for this. I, I will say the first time I watched like the trailer, it threw me off a little bit because I'm so used to like uh, Joel and Ellie, the main characters, looking a certain way. Um, for those who play the game, they know that Ellie looks a lot like Ellen Page, who's now Elliot Page. Page. Yeah. Um, sorry to dead name. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, it looks a lot like Elliot Page when um, before she before he transitioned. And apologies. Um, but uh, they now have I think Bella Ramsey is the actress who plays Ellie, and she doesn't look like Ellie. She doesn't look like um, what Elliot Page used to look like. And so, like, when I see that, I'm like, oh, it just bothered me. And then um, Pedro Pascal doesn't look like Joel. Like, at least I, not initially. But then after after I got over it initially, after the second trailer, I'm all in. Like, it looks freaking amazing. The clickers look amazing. Um, they have Nick Offerman as Bill, which, like, I'm happy Nick Offerman's in it. Uh, he's um, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Okay. Um, I would really like Parks and Rec. So, and Ron Swanson <laughs> is just, he's just a fast, he's a, such a great character, in my opinion. So, I'm, I, when I see Nick Offerman in any shows, I'm like, oh, yes, because I enjoy, I enjoy that actor. He's very um, libertarian in the show, but he's very liberal in person. But he's very, like, he's like, in the show, he's a libertarian who hates government, who works for the government, but he's trying to destroy the government within. But he's like this person, he's like this outdoorsman, huntsman, makes all his chairs, he's a wood craftsman, but is also a saxophone player, too. Like, he's all these things, and the funny thing is, in real life, he's ex- exactly that person. Like, he makes his own chairs, he does his own thing. The only difference is, he's not libertarian, he's very, like, he's liberal. He still could be libertarian, but he's not libertarian in the way of, like, I hate government. He's very liberal. So, like, it's funny when, like, conservatives or, like, other libertarians are like, oh, yeah, 
Nick Offerman and Ron Swanson, like I am that person, is like, oh yeah, well, you don't know who Nick Offerman really is. <laughs> so I'm excited for the show. I don't know if he fits his bill, but I'm just excited for him to be in it. It's, it's such a minor character that he's playing that I'm like, I'm okay if he makes it his own. So that's that's the show I'm waiting, I'm ready to nerd out on. And I think once that show ends, I want to do a state of review of The Last of Us, which means I go through each game, Last of Us Part One, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, go through the TV show and then talk about the future of Last of Us, like for part three, the game, and then Last of Us, the uh, season two, if there's going to be a season two. Oh, there's probably going to be. This one's I, probably going to be one of the more hyped ones. I think so. In fact, but I think season one is going to be based off the first game. I'm not sure where they're ending season one. Um, depending on how fast or how slow, I think. I believe season one should be the first game, and I was told they're only doing the first game. But I honestly would be okay with them making their own story after season one and kind of doing their own thing. I do like part two, and I think that's that story. Uh, it, there's a lot of controversy with part two, um, but I do enjoy that story. It's very brutal. It makes you feel. Um, it makes it gives you a lot of like sad feelings and angry feelings, but it's such a novelty in most games and most TV shows that I, I'm like I really really enjoy that. It's a it's a game about revenge, right? And I'm like I don't know if that would translate well on TV. I just don't know if it would. So I'm okay if they do season two, season three, and they do like their own thing if they were to continue it. But again, well, I wanted to make an episode specifically on Last of Us once that uh, season is over. But yeah. So, um, other things I'm nerding out on, Minecraft. As <laughs> always. It's, I recently bought it uh, in July. I had clients who played it. Um, I got into it, and I it's just such a relaxing game because I can literally work on it and build a bridge for like hours and my girlfriend's like what are you doing I'm like I don't like how do you do it how do you have patience for it you know like, you're literally just putting a block two blocks back and <laughs> forth for hours or you're digging a hole for hours I'm like I don't know it's just relaxing me it just relaxes me because I can just zone out my because um, like you're often told you have like two brains right with ADHD I look I view it as the brain has two arms because <laughs> you know like both arms need to be occupied like one's working on digging the tunnel the other one's zoning out and thinking about whatever it's such a like mean like it's such a like small task that like it, it's just calming it's a calming game where like i can go and i can work on those things or i can build something or i can like go explore right. so minecraft but i'm not going to be talking about minecraft a lot uh if i ever get to uh streaming games I'll probably be streaming Minecraft and you guys can join me on that adventure. But otherwise, um, yeah, that's another thing I'm learning out about. So uh, before we end, I want to talk a few more things. We're getting close to the hour mark, which we won't end at the hour mark, but we'll wrap up shortly here. But I want to talk about Pokemon Go because that's where we started was Pokemon Go. This was supposed to be a Pokemon Go show. And here's the thing what happened with this is I continued to play. I got really, really into it. Two years ago, they Pokemon Go released their level 50 requirements. 
I am now working on level 50. I'm at 49. Moe's are here as quit playing altogether. <laughs> I got bored with it. Like I know you did. <laughs> I'm like, I played the games all the way up to Ruby and Sapphire. Yep. So once that was released, I didn't really care all that much due to the fact that the nostalgia of it ended for me. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, I did go out and buy Moon, Pokemon mm -hmm. Moon, and just even playing it, I'm just like... Pokemon. That's, like, the worst game to, like, go back into. <laughs> I, I feel like that's, like, one of the worst games to go back into simply because it's, like, there's no nostalgia for you. It's new. That's a newer game. That's a, you know, you don't do the eight gyms. You do the four trials or whatnot. Right. It's... <laughs> And I'm like, that's a, such a weird game for you to jump into. <laughs> it's the one that I did because, well, Alex was playing <laughs> his Sun brother. And uh, always growing up, if he got, like, he got blue, I got red. Makes sense. He got silver, I got gold. <laughs> he got sapphire, I got ruby. Okay. So we always got the opposite game and did the trading of the yep. Pokemon that weren't in that game and always traded. And yeah, we pretty much stopped doing that because mm -hmm. like... Then and right and so that, now that uh, Pokemon Go is released, is now on the Gen 8 for Pokemon. Actually, <laughs> they released some Gen 8 Pokemon. They're really on Gen 7. I think they will be transitioning to Gen 8 this year. Um, so yeah, they have all these Pokemon come out and you're just kind of like, I don't care about most of these. Right. I'm like, the ones that I would go for are the what, either the legendaries yeah. or like the ones that evolve into something cool. Well, then uh, also like the main person we played with between me and you, uh, our mutual friend, Aaron, like he moved too. So, that, right. like, and then there are other things that happened that we won't discuss at this time, um, happened too. So, yeah, I understand, like, why you didn't stop playing. I think if you played it again, I think you can get into it, at least for a short time. I think you can get back into it again. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you were, like, I caught you playing once. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've been playing the last two or three days. Also, it's community day today. <laughs> so, it's, it's really funny how community day has evolved. Because, for those you don't know, community day is where uh, they pick one specific Pokemon for three hours... And they will boost the shiny rates. What uh, what a shiny is is it's a different version of the main. So it's a different color. Um, sometimes it's like vastly different, where it's like a instead of like a brownish color, it'll be like a bright pink or a bright green. Sometimes it, you barely even notice. Um, today they have uh, Chespin. Usually it's like a green beige color, but now it's like a brown beige color. Not really that exciting for shiny, but. <laughs> It was a day like Chinese weren't that often or that common. So like what would happen is me, um, Moser, his brother, and a couple other individuals, we'd all go into this tiny ass car and we'd drive <laughs> around just looking for shinies. And so like it was it was a fun community thing where like we would because just hang we, out as friends. Yeah, we'd hang out. It would be competitive. And uh, there's a certain someone that would all of a sudden magically Fuck be Scott. dead, dead <laughs> in the water with no shinies, and then magically 
he had the most shinies because it'd be like he would get the money ooh shiny he would get the most shinies and then he would get like other shinies that weren't even like boosted that day and we're like fuck you (laughs) like i'm sitting here with one ass shiny you have fucking six but it's so different these days because like i don't go with other people i just go with myself and i can get 20 like they boosted it so much where i can get 20 shinies within like a day if i really tried I don't really. I kind of now just like I'll get like my few shinies. I'll do the research that comes with it that you have to pay for, unfortunately. And I question every time, is it worth it? I don't really know. But I'll do it. And then after that, I'm like, I'm kind of bored. So, but I, the game, I think, has a lot more day to day value to it. Yeah. Um, shinies are a little bit more common. Uh, raids um, are remote. So you can do raids from like all over the globe now. I do, this game is, has just like evolved to a point where like, I, I enjoy playing it day to day, but there's times where I'm like, I just don't really play that much. I think once I hit level 50, I probably will drop off a little bit, especially if this podcast takes off, but I don't know. I would be excited if you were to play, at least even for a short time, if you were playing again. I guess we will see. We will see. <laughs> All right. Last thing I want to talk about before we end the show. Most people probably don't care about this. I want to discuss about our fantasy football league. (laughs) (laughs) So our fantasy football league is ending today, officially on a Saturday. Uh, The last week is supposed it was supposed to end last Monday, but somebody got hurt, um, Demar Hamlin, which he is now making recovery. Which happy, happy for him, happy for his family. Like that's great news. But his injury. Like made everything so fucking hectic, which like is a smaller thing. Right. But for us dealing with the smaller things, it's so hectic. Fantasy managers, we don't know what the fucking do. So what ended up happening? For those who don't care about fantasy football, um, the last week was the championship week for most leagues. It was right. determine who wins the league. Um, who gets third place, who gets money, who doesn't get money, who gets uh, consolation prizes for next year, um, who's the um, last place finisher, who we need to make fun of. Um, everything's decided the last week. And most of the game, pretty much all the games are finished up. They have a Monday night game between the Bills and the Bengals. And what ended up happening is on a routine tackle, this player, Demar Hamlin, um, tackled T. Higgins and ended up having a cardiac arrest on the field. He got up and just collapsed. And they, between the NFL and the teams, they decided to suspend the game, at least at the time, and now it's officially canceled. But they didn't cancel until, what, yesterday? Yeah. Thursday? Yeah. yeah I think they, yesterday they, they officially canceled it. And so for, like, five days, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, um... Are they going to play it? Are they not going to play it? I think most of us figure they're going to cancel it because there's like no time to play football. For those who don't play right. football, you can't just play a game and then turn around a couple of days later to play another game because it's such a physical game that you need. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't even know if a week's rest is even enough to like for most players. Right. The, their only thing is if they were going to do it, it'd yeah. have to push either the Pro Bowl out 
because Pro Bowl is the in. I mean, fuck the Pro Bowl. They should have done that. But like, <laughs> uh, but like, it just it, it was just a logistical nightmare. They didn't right. know what they were doing. And so what ended up happening for fantasy football, at least for our league, I'm very, very grateful for our league that the championship was already decided. Right. Um, the only player that um, one of the players, like the person was down 50 points. He only has kicker left. His kicker's not getting 50 points. And also the other the other team had Stephon Diggs, receiver. So like, the kicker not only had to outscore Stephon Diggs, which is unlikely, he had to outscore Stephon Diggs by sixty points. <laughs> so that game's decided. So like, for me, I'm like I'm happy. But for another league I was in, um, a person was at fifty points with three players left. One of them being a quarterback. One of them being um, for uh, T Higgins was one of them, mm-hmm. and I think. Like a defense or a kicker, which 50 points between all three, unlikely, but very, very probable, if that makes right. sense. Like, it was like uh, maybe a 40% chance of her getting it. And so in that league, um, what do you do? Do you play next week? Uh, most most teams bench their players. Um, most, yeah, most teams bench their players. You're not prepared for it. It's a whole different week, different matchups. Like, a lot of teams... Like me specifically, especially when you get really into it, like we trade, cut, get players made for those three weeks in the playoffs. So when you have you add another week in the playoffs, a different matchup, you're not prepared for it. Plus, half your team might be benched anyway because right because they're they're not playing because they're not either one playing for anything or they're because they can't go further in the playoffs and they. The position that or they're hurt or they're rusting it's it just it makes no sense so it was just a logistical nightmare like what the fuck do you do how do you end it do you just end it as everyone's injured that's not fair for the team that had players because they were unaware of this possibility um do you um do you play out week 18 with all like the fucking logistical neighbor that that is um do you um figure out like, do you do projections or do you do like um, their averages? I think I end up just doing uh, in our league, we're just doing averages or projections. One of the two. I haven't decided which one yet. I think right. originally I was going to do projections. Then from my phone, I can't see projections, but then I just realized I could. So I was going to do averages, but now I'm doing, I'm just going to do projections. Is it fair? I don't know. But I don't have a fair option. And yeah, I don't. It, it kind of for the games that had those players that. I mean, I'd understand if. Like, it was towards the end of the game, where you could actually see how many points they had. Like, you could go off of that a little bit more. Yeah, if, if they, they if they ended it in like the third quarter or a fourth quarter, where right. and then they didn't play the rest of the game. Then you could almost just end it there, or you can like add a certain points. There's, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm at this point where averages to me is like the fairest thing. Right. That that is gonna be the fairest thing because they they easily could have done worse than it, but they also because we didn't know none of them actually did better than it. Yeah, and it like they're like well they could have done better. Yeah, they could have done better. They didn't play. You know, so like people will complain. There's not a, there's not a great solution. I of all the leagues I'm in and all the solutions that like the, the league managers came up with, 
There is not one where I felt like, oh yeah, that one made perfect sense. None of them made perfect sense. This whole scenario is just a logistical nightmare. But anyway, somebody got third place. <laughs> so congratulations yeah. on that. Not only yeah. making playoffs, you got third place. In, in Round of applause, everybody. At the beginning of the season, I instantly went, yeah, I'm just going to be trashed this year. I'm not going to do a damn thing. I'm pretty sure in the very beginning, I was like, you know. I'm yeah, you, you kept saying you were going to be horrible. I'm like, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just like a certain somebody in our league who's like, I'm rebuilding. Like, fuck you. You're not rebuilding. You're going to trade your way into like into contention. You're going to be in the championship probably. And you're going to be competing this year. So fuck your rebuilding. You're, you're competing this year. <laughs> Besides the fact that you can't rebuild when you haven't built yet. Right. Or you when you uh, traded... Okay, first, I want to talk about this trade embargo. <laughs> <laughs> so this man... So it, it's hilarious how this like all worked out because for two years, I was the one who traded with mo the most people in our league. Like, right. Uh, and I have... A, every. It seems like every league I get into where I'm trading with a lot of people, I get this reputation of somebody who... How would you, how would you phrase it? You're not really annoying with it. It's more of you try to make everything fair for when it happens. Well, but like it doesn't always turn out that way. Well, like I get it. I get to this now, but like before, I would got this reputation of like ripping people off in trades because <laughs> like I would trade. It would work. Typically, it works out for me. And which led to you being like, I ain't fucking trading with you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the whole time he was, I was not trading with him, was not trading with him. He'd send me trades and be like, this is totally fair. It looks great on paper, but after the first two years of doing this, everything that looked fair <laughs> on paper at that point would not turn out like that backfired on you and every single exactly every single time it backfired that <laughs> this year i was like you were no, burned I'm not you were, trading a single player to you you were burned out you were burned like the first trade and that trade <laughs> it was funny because like you traded me keenan allen for marquise brown hollywood brown and i sent you marquise brown and tim patrick for keenan allen who was having i think a really rough week and david montgomery who also wasn't doing great and i didn't even want david montgomery when he sent it to me i'm like i'll just take him i'll just take him he's a handcuff i just want keenan allen because I, I believe he's gonna bounce back and marquise brown was cheap and tim patrick was at the time doing really really well Right. But he wasn't a keeper at the time. Right. And so I traded him. And I and I knew, I had a feeling that Keenan Allen was going to bust, or not bust, uh, he was going to boom back and become his typical self. David Montgomery, I didn't really have much belief. I'm like, uh, but there's a chance that he, he does well. And what happened, Moser? Uh, Keenan Allen, didn't he, wasn't he a t top 10 receiver? Yep. And then uh, David Montgomery, the player that he was absolutely not wanting, not he, wanting even at all. in the trades, he was like, I don't want him. And then finally he just accepted him. David Montgomery becomes the number 
three running back in fantasy football. I don't know if he was that high. And yeah, I think he, he was, was the number three. Was he? he that, yeah, he got. I know he got. I know he got top five. He was putting up friggin' like twenty to thirty points a week after I trade him. Like maybe two weeks after I made the trade. Like I think, the, was, I think the yeah. first two weeks you didn't play him. And then I think you were forced to play him because you didn't have a running back to fill a position, so you just threw him in. And he got hot. And then all of a sudden, magically, he's putting up 20 to 30 points, so you had him in your lineup. And looking back, and then Marquise Brown did shit. Tim Patrick ended up, you know, being his, his himself. He's still a good, good, injured this year, but, like... He's a boomer bust player. He was got he averaged like what nine ten points. Yeah, something, something, that. something like that. Uh, Marquise Brown was kind of boomer bust too. But Marquise Brown at that point wasn't he just a young player or even he was a rookie? rookie. Yeah, he was yeah, a rookie. So that was Cheap more of rookie. a keeper trade yeah. of like this is someone that's gonna be good next year, and I mean it paid off the next year for Marquise Brown. Yeah, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then David Montgomery just goes off. And I'm like, I didn't even want him. Okay, I'm happy I'm wrong. I was very happy I was wrong. I team. I was so pissed off of like. I think I went 12 and one that year and ended up losing. Yeah, you ended up losing in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. You know the normal thing that happened to our league, except for this year, magically our actual winning teams actually made the final games of the playoffs. Arguably our two best highest scoring teams actually made it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was certain someone who for the third straight year um, was one of the best teams in the league and then just, you know, busted in the playoffs. (laughs) I was like cheering for him too. I'm like, you better, like, this is your year to win. No, his brother won it. (laughs) I know that that week I literally, me and Scott were talking almost the entire game. And we were both like, I hope you win. I hope you win, like, to each other. Uh It was fantastic because me and Scott both didn't care at all of who actually won. We both were like, I hope you win because I'm not going to (laughs) win. And I was cheering for both of you. Whoever won that game, I I was cheering for Scott to beat you, though. Initially. Oh, I was I was cheering for Scott to win too because I'm like I want to keep this tradition going of like the team that's not oh, supposed yeah. to do, be there is the one that has won okay. it every single year. So the thing about our league is the first year, um, we our, our champion was six and seven when it was thirteen week regular season. He was six and seven, got hot at right the right time and ended up winning every uh, ended up winning the championship. The next year. Um, so I, I ended up winning it, but my team the regular season I barely made the playoffs. I had a pretty good roster because I ended up I was twelve and one, and the next year I kept most of my players because it's a dynasty league. Um, but didn't do so hot. Like my points four was really really good. My points against was like the highest by like fifty yeah. plus points of everybody else. So I was very unlucky the regular season. But here's what happened in the postseason. I got hot, and everybody fucking sucked against me. Like, nobody did well against me. For like, The points against right. the playoffs was, like, minus maybe 40 points of what I would usually would expect. Everyone busted. It was very much opposite. And I ended up winning it with a 7-7 record, which I was very grateful for. I'm like, I don't feel like I earned it this year, but then again... I probably should have... Like, I, I do feel like I should have earned it last year. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then this year, 
We extended our uh, league to from 10 to 12 teams. We extended it. And so, and then we kept our playoff pool at six, which means the likelihood of a team with a losing record or an even record was unlikely. Right. And then one of our people went from, he was like, I think he was four and seven at one point, had no chance of making yep. it, ended up getting hot at the end. Uh, my metaphor for him in our power rankings was he was like he was the loser kid chasing the bus like in all the movies in the early 2000s there's like our main protagonist he's a loser at the time chasing the bus all the kids are making fun of him because he's not going to get it and he like it seems like the kid never gets it so that's what I felt like when Scott was like I'm going to go get I'm going to make the playoffs right. awesome. he, like, he, he was running and he fucking caught the bus I was not expecting it I was not ready for it he caught it at a 7-7 record and I'm like you know what awesome I'm cheering for you I didn't make it I ended up being like 5-9 and nine. I ended up winning the constellation I got hot at the end of the year and, and I was like finally yes finally my team's doing something because my team did shit but I also again this year my points against was 100 points higher than everybody else. <laughs> I think like two weeks uh, before the end of the season, I looked at, I did the averages, and the, um, our champion this year, who won most points for, he was averaging 139 points. Um, in our league, we have three receivers and a flex. No super flex. So um, I think average was around like 120, 130 typically. Like right. if you get like 120, that's like an average week. If you go below, it's bad. If you go above like 130, it's you're at a good week. If you're at right. 140, 150, yeah, that's great. Um, the highest average was 139. You know how much points was scored against me on a weekly basis? How? 144 <laughs> points. So <laughs> I essentially went against our champion every week plus five points. So essentially like a home field advantage is typically five points. Right. So I basically went against him plus five points every week and ended up with a five and nine. My points were, it was trash. So like I didn't deserve to make playoffs, but I had no help. But I will say this though, the team that won our psycho, they were also five and nine. Um, they should have never been five and nine because their points four is like, I think either last or second to last. But their points against was equal to that. So they ended up being five <laughs> so, and nine. I'm like, so what you're saying is that they sucked, but every team had their bad weeks against them. Yeah, they ended up being five and nine. Out. Yeah, they ended up being five and nine. I'm five and nine too. Um, my points four is a lot better than theirs. Actually, it's not that much better. I'm still, I think I'm like either ninth or tenth out of the 12 teams so like i didn't do well but i also once uh i think i was at 1.15 2 and 5 and i traded everyone to mosey here <laughs> when there's you know during a trade embargo i ended up finally convincing me to trade with him <laughs> because i had been winning the division at this point but i literally was like i'm gonna tank i don't i don't want to I, I want to win with the team that I have. Mm -hmm. And then got convinced of, hey, you can still make playoffs. And be like... I had to convince you you could make the playoffs. <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't want to. Because the two other teams that were competing were actually better than mine. And it was set up for them to make playoffs. Which Scott still got that. that yeah, I, he made it. Which was funny because the last week Scott was saying he's not making playoffs. And I'm like, dude, I'm playing against the person that 
just needs to lose for you to make playoffs. Of yeah. like, all you have to do is win, and then all I have to do is win, and you're in. Mm-hmm. Of like, this is set up, and just right away, my team that we pretty sure exploded in points. I am. I'm looking at our trade, and I'll be honest. Some people, the person that trades in our league often, uh, he complained about this trade, but I think he complained about it because he doesn't like when. I, I, he does this. He makes so many trades where I'm like, oh man, he definitely won that trade. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So many times where I'm like, oh. and then like I make this trade and he's like, you got that much for Aaron Jones? It's like, dude, fuck, fuck you! <laughs> like you may be making these trades all year long. You can't don't complain if someone else made that trade. And it, for the most part, I, I want to know how you feel about the trade. Um, I'll I'll list it out. So I tr- I traded Aaron Jones. Uh, AJ Dillon, Keenan Allen, Mike Gazaki. I traded use A Jones too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's why. But I that's why I, I did the you... trade. Is he's he's the one that saved my playoff run. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because he was. I feel a lot. I feel for like yeah, three f- weeks in a row. I feel a lot was... better about this trade because like initially like initially I felt good about it. Then afterwards I'm like, oh man, I got so many keepers out of you. <laughs> Um, and I kind of felt like, oh, did I like, wait, oh wait, oh yeah, I also got wrong. Okay, it was a five for five. Yeah. The way this because originally you were just gonna give me four players and then I get still gave you five. But yeah, I was, I was like, trying to. No, I was no, trying. No, I was we're trying, not gonna drop any players for anyone. Today. Yeah, I was trying to trade you, um, Darren Waller, but you were like, I want AJ Dillon, and I'm like, okay, I'll, uh, I didn't want to trade AJ Dillon. I'm up. Dude, the whole time you were saying you need to take the handcuff with me. I know. To, I the know. The whole time with trading before this trade, I you know. were all about you, you got to have the handcuff come with. Because I will not make a trade without but the I, handcuff. So and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got the value that I wanted. I got what I wanted. And so, like, if I got what I wanted and I was able to get AJ Dillon not, and not trade AJ Dillon, like, to me, that's like an added, like, bonus. But I wanted, I didn't want to trade Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon without each other because I thought I could get the most out of it. But I was really, really confident with this trade. And so, like, me trading Darren Waller instead of AJ Dillon, I thought, like, okay, I can keep this keeper. Maybe it'll be good. I'm pretty happy with this value that I got for Aaron Jones. And you're like, Fuck that. <laughs> so anyway, this trade... I'll... Which, this trade saved my ass, because how many weeks did I start A.J. Dillon in my lineup and he freaking actually put yeah. either more well, or a, the exact same... Here's the thing, though, because there's one individual in this trade that would have, like that carried my team into the Constellation Championship. I am the, I am the Dynasty Heroes Constellation Champion. Uh, <laughs> I'm very proud of it because I sucked all year and I finally got hot because of this one player that you traded me and his name is James Conner. He averaged like 20-some points for like the last five weeks. He got hot. But here's the thing. No one thought he was going to – I didn't even think he was going to play. He was like that added because like I wanted Drake London, Romeo Dobbs, Chris Olave was a big hit, and then Marquise Brown. I, I, I asked for James Conner just as a – at it, I'm like maybe he'll maybe he'll come back to the player that he once was. That was my hope, and yeah, for the last five weeks, that's what he did. Oh, I know. Last year, he he would he might have like saved you, but here's no. Here's the funny thing about James Conner is because last year 
I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he was part of our trade that you traded him to me. Was he? I'm pretty sure that last year the trade, you traded him. I might have, yeah. And he got absolutely well. There's a lot hot. of there's a lot of players that got back too because I got Marquise Brown again. You traded me. You traded me back. Allen back. I know. <laughs> so we essentially did our first year trade. And the player and, I traded for uh, Montgomery was Aaron Jones, and you got Aaron Jones. So yeah. it, like I that was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to trade it with you because I'm like I want this to circle back. <laughs> so <laughs> get rid of the bad vibes then. <laughs> so like the trade embargo that he put on me ended because, with me trading back Keenan Allen and the player I traded for uh, David Montgomery. So and he gave me Marquise Brown back. So maybe the bad juju's gone. Maybe we reversed it. I don't know. So yeah, that's. Ah, fantasy football. It ended weirdly. It was such a weird year in general. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I hope... Uh, what, what do you think of my power rankings? What are your thoughts on it? Because no one ever comments on it. And I'm like, I do... <laughs> it literally takes me like an hour to two hours each week to write these power rankings, to do the math, to you know think of something funny to say and all the trash talking I do with all of it. And then there's some weeks where I'm like, oh, this is a good ranking. This is a good ranking. No one says fucking shit. Well, you realize a lot of us are at work when you release it, right? Do it after work. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to do it in the right time. Because I know if I do because it at it, night. I think there was one or two that you didn't release until like six or seven at night. And there was so much feedback on it. Of yeah. Just us going back and forward at each other. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a fun one. I think that was like week four or week five maybe well where it was like we actually started separating more like yep. the first two weeks were, or three weeks were kind of boring because this literally means nothing right now because easily any of the teams could just flip like if you're even yeah. three magically boom you only lost like those what, what do you think of my uh my model so i didn't do it based off like the actual standings because i think that like, it's boring and it kind of just it becomes the same over and over and over again and honestly if you want rankings based off standings just look at the fucking standings right so i did this model um i call it the trend model it's nothing fancy what i do is i just take the stats from three weeks because you can't do it you can't have a trend unless you have three data points and so i like looking at every three weeks to see like if there's trends starting if there's trends um ending if uh team's going up a team's going down i feel like that's a good way to look at it and i think like it predicts a lot of, i don't want to say it predicts things but like um the team that was leading throughout the entire season his team was dipping down he was getting mad because he was the number one team he kept winning but i put him like seven or eighth and i'm right. like but i'm like you don't score points. Your team just doesn't score points. Like the teams against you just don't score. Like you're not scoring a lot. Like other the other teams that are like around the same record with you is scoring a hundred more points or thirty more points on a weekly basis than you are. So that means that you're getting lucky and these teams are better. Right. Which is like what the trend model shows. And also it it like switches everything it like okay what team's hot what team's not hot what teams are on a roll um it presents a chance where like a team who maybe they start out 0 and 4 and they um they're getting hot in the middle of the season they're on a three-game winning streak like 
they have a chance to be number one in the rankings and they get a chance to be highlighted. So it gives me more opportunity for me to talk about other teams rather than the one team that's like skating by. Not just skating by, but they're like maybe they are maybe they deserve to be the number one team throughout the year. You know, because last year was a lot like that too. And even with the trend model, they were the number one team, but they were the actual number one team. But once they lost a couple of games, oh, hey, look, they're second, third. I can talk right. about these other teams being number one because, like, they deserved it over the last three weeks. So it made it more interesting. Right. I, I, agree I know, with I know. You. That... It was actually kind of exciting for each week of what you would actually I mean unless you had a bad week and you're just like oh, I hope I don't drop down to 12th I never did I think the lowest I was ranked was like 8th this this year I think that's the lowest I went yeah I don't remember ever ranking you really really low I, I think no there was like one time maybe you were like 10 I ranked myself last couple times yep I think the one time I ranked myself last I like compared myself to like um, I compared myself one to the LA Rams and I compared myself to a high school like football star that is now like a loser in their forties. <laughs> like that's what I compared myself because I was champion. I was champion last year, and then this year I was just just trash. And I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't even say like I was trash. Like my team just didn't perform. Like DeAndre Swift got hurt. Um, oh, other yeah, players got hurt. Um, and then I was going against you know the best player plus five points on average each week. So. Between all that, yeah, I saw. I, I in the three leagues, I went zero and three for playoffs. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. One, the sixteen team dynasty league that I was in, I inherited, so I knew that was going to be a rebuilding year. Um, my receivers were Cup, um, and then Sutton and Judy. And I'm like, okay, cool. If Cup can even just stay healthy throughout the year and even like be even just like 80% of what last year was good. If the Broncos actually, you know, did what everybody hyped them to do, I'm right. good. That didn't happen. No. Cup got hurt. Um, I traded him before he got hurt, which is good. Um, and then, yeah, Sutton, Judy, they just, they were fine. It was just like that offense was just inept. That, yeah, that offense. What, once they started losing the running backs, that offense – yeah. just became like the worst offense. Yeah, and I in that league I didn't have uh, I think my running backs were Kenneth Walker who wasn't good until middle of the season. Right. Um I ended up training for Tony Pollard. Luckily somebody offered me uh Dallas Goddard and um Tony Pollard for Kirk Cousins and Michael Thomas. And at the time, <laughs> at the time uh, I got people ridiculing me, like, why would you do that? Oh, that's such a bad trade. And, like, Kirk Cousins was fine. Quarterbacks are um, in 16-team league are hard to find. Right. Um, and Michael Thomas got hurt because I'm like, dude, the guy has been hurt the last two years. He had a hamstring inj injury. Right. And I'm like, I don't trust him. I don't trust his hamstring injury. I'm trading him. I traded him immediately, and they're like, oh, Tony Pollard's not that great. Guess, it, who, it, uh, yeah, guess who's a top five running back? Tony Pollard. Right. So I ended up getting him, but I ended up not making the playoffs. That one's understandable. My other league, I think I bragged to you about it. Oh, yes. Because I uh, <laughs> took some greens beforehand. So I was I was vibing through a whole draft. I wrote a, I literally wrote out a plan of like, this is who I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft these players. I'm going to draft this, this, this. I wrote a whole plan. 
executed that whole plan and i was like man i this is like the first draft where i like from start to finish felt good about every single thing started that year oh and four <laughs> oh and four guess what my points against was number fucking one in both leagues number one by like a mark like a good margin compared to everybody else so in both leagues i have most points against i'm going against like the best team plus how many points in both leagues with rosters I was very happy with and just didn't make the playoffs. I was, um, funny thing is I'm consolation champion for both leagues. So cool. I'm the winner of the losers, but couldn't make the playoffs just because of bad luck. And yeah, it just didn't work out. But I often feel like I was a bad player through that whole thing. Like, do I, do I suck at fantasy? But then I kept having like people who win champ, like, um, our, the person who trades a lot in our league, I don't want to mention names without like their consent. Um, he kept asking me for advice. And I'm like, he was in like eight leagues last year. He won like five, four or five of them. This year, I'm sure, I think he actually tanked a lot in the playoffs. But yeah. uh, he was like, he every league he was in, I think he was in nine leagues. He made the playoffs at eight of them. And I think he made the championships for half. Like he was the best team. You probably know why, for the fact that he just constantly would, you know, bombard you with trade requests. Right. And would make trades to get, which is a skill, uh, you know, like that is part of the game. That is a skill. Um, I, I'm not going to like, um, I'm not going to, I can't think of the word right. Insult that. Uh, there's a better word for it. Right. You know, I'm not going to like, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah, like I, I these people are asking me advice constantly. I have like other people always asking me for advice and I'm like, man, why do people keep asking me for advice? I fucking suck this year, <laughs> but like, it makes me feel better. Cause they're like, Oh, well, like, you know what you're doing. And I look at the points against, I'm like, okay, I talk myself into maybe this year wasn't, you know, it was just a bad year. Right, because there's that there's not much you can do when you're facing teams that are putting up more than the average. Yeah, and I don't think like I did the best with some leagues. So the draft that I felt really conf like confident about, um, my biggest miss was Alvin Kamara. I spent the money on him instead of Alvin Cook, um, and Alvin Kamara just was very up and down. Right, um, and I ended up making a run to the playoffs, but I just. Like I ended up going against uh, the best teams. <laughs> like I was going, I was going against uh, I, the number one team in the league. Um, the girl who was fit, down fifty points. I ended up going against her. She was the best team in the league, most points scored throughout the entire year. Um, I had the best week against her. I lost, but I scored like hundred and eighty some points. I lost by like six points because she also had the best week of the year and I'm like fucking A I'm making I'm on a run I'm on a three game winning streak I had to beat her I look at my score it, it, I'm doing great and I still lose and I'm just mad I'm like can you just suck one one week for me <laughs> and she uh, I mean it sounds like something else happened too is uh, I, I still haven't beaten you once oh we haven't all time <laughs> in fantasy football uh, that literally, I don't know. My team can have how did the I, how do we not mention this at all? At all, it I could literally go from a week of putting up like 150 points, you know, great week, 
as soon as I play you, Nothing. Mag- magically my team Bust. becomes literally busted. That it's, no player. Well, all right, I'm gonna look it up because I was on a losing streak for the longest time, and I and then I played you, and for, I was very very confident. I was like, cool, I'm gonna get a win here finally. I'm gonna lose this. I'm gonna finally. <laughs> I'm gonna end this losing streak, and I'm gonna win because I'm playing Moser, and he cannot beat me. And here's the thing on the opposite. Your brother seems like he always beats me. I know. And, except this, and, except and, this and last week. You know week. what his comments are? I don't understand how you can't beat Jake. I don't either. It just happens every <laughs> fucking time that I could literally go from... I, I, it's really sad, but I want this to happen. All right, let me look at this. Okay, um, One week, me putting up like 180 or 200 points have the best week and the next week play you and put up like freaking 50 points all right so we'll go through this and we'll wrap up because we're at the past the 90 minute mark which we're way past goal <laughs> way past goal which is good good uh good first solid episode maybe maybe these uh podcasts will, will be 90 to two hours the next one's gonna be fucking three hours oh definitely the marvel we're i'm, I'm splitting into two parts by the way but that one's gonna be long. But let's look at let's look at this schedule because I think it's really fascinating. My so what ended up happening is I ended up starting two and zero in this league. Uh, beat Scott, and then played against you week two. <laughs> beat you by four points. You had a hundred forty two point game. Very good game. I beat you. <laughs> and, and and what what did you do to very guarantee you had that because what, oh what, yeah what, what monday did you night have left and you were scared to play that? i had the vikings defense <laughs> no wait not vikings defense i had somebody's defense uh monday night football and i'm up four wait no i'm up point four. Oh, i'm you up, up point four. four okay i looked this wrong i thought i won by four points i'm up point four points and in no way, shape, or form, I am playing my team <laughs> at point four because there's so many times where teams this year got negative like um, defensive points. I'm like, I ain't, no, <laughs> I am not playing. I'm going, I'm taking a zero. I'm goose egging this. I'm benching my defense, and you're trying to like, you're trying to like talk me into it. And I'm like, no. My they ended up scoring six points, so it didn't matter anyway. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not taking that risk. I know, and I never once said it was a dumb idea. I, I watched <laughs> you were, what you I just... said to you because I'm like, this isn't dumb, but it's Jake. I'm going to egg him on to try and get him to play this because if they do go negative, I win. You're trying to get me to do pride over logic, and I said, fuck you. I am not doing pride over logic. I don't care. You can you know, call it my manhood. I am not doing it. <laughs> I'm taking the win. <laughs> I am making this a five and zero. So what what was crazy? What happened after that though was oh yeah, I'm looking at the averages: one twenty, which is below average; one forty, one forty, one thirty eight, one eighty, one twenty, one sixty, one thirty, one fifty five, one sixty, one seventy, one thirteen, one thirty two. Okay, the last few weeks I. Again, it happened again where the last, like, the playoffs, everyone sucked against me. <laughs> so, this one I'm having. Well, in the first two games, went on a five-game losing streak. Um, I beat... Which, which I was actually mad because I'm like, of course, it's going to happen after you play me. Yep, five-game losing streak. Lost to your brother, of course, because it seems like I always lose to your brother. If I beat you, I lose to your brother. <laughs> 
Um, Hopefully next year that switches because that would be freaking great. Yeah, I mean, part of me ho- like hopes you can win. <laughs> like part of me roots for you because I'm like, man, he's he keeps like I want him to have his moment eventually. Um, and then I'm on another, so I win a game against a, uh, a ten to four team. Went on a four game losing streak, and then I play you. <laughs> so my averages for four game for four straight games: eighty seven, ninety one, one hundred eight, one hundred. Trash, just fucking awful. Just like I didn't do good. And then I play Moser. He scores one hundred thirty two, which normally isn't plenty to beat me. I score one forty. <laughs> I got I get hot. I end up actually I don't even get hot. I just get average. Like I get 140, 134, 117, 139, 139. And then a five game winning streak for the Constellation Champion. I get hot at the wrong time. Well, at the right time, but wrong time. So yeah. Six and zero against you. I am very much happy at that. And, and I'm still up for what I discussed at the beginning of this year. I want to move divisions. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I need at least two wins every year. No. I'll move Alex. You, you, me and you are staying. No. Oh, we'll move divisions. You're staying with me. No. It's <laughs> not going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's wrap this up because we're yep, way past the 90 mark, way past the 60 goal, which is awesome. That means that we have a lot to talk about. Right. So I thank you for being on the show. Uh, first episode. I'm happy you're here. Happy to be here. So I hope there will be many more episodes with you. Uh, I don't have episode three, four, or five planned out. Um, but yeah, if you want to come back, you're welcome to do so. I would be happy to. All right. So this is it. This is Don't Evolve Me episode one, the pilot episode. This is the sound off. Uh, you guys have a good week. Thank you for listening and catch you sometime soon.